Aloha, everyone, and welcome to the Hydrogen Nowcast for June 10th, 2022. You'll notice that there's no theme music this week, and that's because the podcast is on vacation. I'm in Hawaii, which is the first real vacation I've taken in over three years since founding the nonprofit Colorado Hydrogen Network, as well as starting the podcast. Now, I recorded the last episode here in Hawaii and had planned to record another, but after decompressing for a while, I realized I really needed a break. And, you know, there's just something about island life that changes your perspective and gets you to slow down a bit. I'm sure that's why people come to the islands. So speaking of Hawaii, I can report that hydrogen is being developed here. I want to give a shout out to Mitch Ewan, who's the Hydrogen Systems Program Manager at Hawaii Natural Energy Institute on the Big Island of Hawaii. They have a hydrogen station and the first hydrogen bus on the Big Island located next to the Kona Airport. Mitch also has his own show on ThinkTech Hawaii called Hawaii, the State of Clean Energy. You can find that show on the website thinktechhawaii.com and then search for State of Clean Energy. But I'll put a link in the show notes. Now, Mitch and I are talking about collaborating on a joint interview that will air on both the Hydrogen Nowcast and ThinkTech Hawaii. Now, I don't usually cover news on the podcast. You know, I leave that to Paul Rodden on his podcast, The Hydrogen Podcast. However, I did want to highlight the fact that the U.S. Department of Energy just published what's called a Notice of Intent, announcing that the Funding Opportunity Announcement, or FOA, for the U.S. hydrogen hubs is expected in the September-October timeframe this year, which is 2022. Now, the Notice of Intent states that the DOE envisions selecting between 6 to 10 U.S. hydrogen hubs at a total funding of $6 to $7 billion U.S., subject to the number, quality, and funding needs of the applications they receive. The remaining $1 to $2 billion that's earmarked for the hubs may be reserved for future hydrogen hub launches or other supporting activities. The Notice of Intent goes on to say that the DOE may issue a second launch of the FOA to solicit and select additional hydrogen hubs in order to provide funding for new technologies, capabilities, end uses, or partners. Now, on the one hand, I'm encouraged that we continue to see progress toward developing the hydrogen ecosystem around the world. But on the other hand, I continue to see journalists insist that battery-powered vehicles are all we need to convert all light-duty vehicles to zero emission. Now, if they would just read the surveys or talk to people, they would wake up to the fact that only 20 to 40% of the public, at least in the United States, is willing to even consider buying a battery vehicle. And when you talk to people, it's absolutely clear that we also need fuel cell EVs if we're ever going to 100% decarbonize transportation. Now, I realize that I covered this on the last podcast, which was the second anniversary show on May 27th. But as long as I keep hearing misguided statements that all we need are battery EVs, I'm going to keep bringing this up because the longer we fail to deploy fuel cell EVs, the longer we will fail to decarbonize transportation. We need hydrogen fuel stations in every city as soon as possible. Now, finally, I'd like to once again put out a call to action to all the listeners. If you feel motivated to try and promote hydrogen wherever you are in the world, please consider getting in touch with me. I'd like to help and encourage all of you to do something to advocate for hydrogen, no matter how small. Remember, it's the greatest of all mistakes to do nothing because you can only do a little. So until next time, this is Brian DeBruin wishing you health and prosperity. Aloha.